Hello, and welcome to another episode of Broadcast Geeks. Except it is not an episode of Broadcast Geeks. Dun 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 dun. Yes, unfortunately, this week uh, we were unable to record an episode scheduling conflicts like the mini headed Hydra reared their ugly heads, and we couldn't quite get it together. Uh, the plan was to do an all Civil War episode. We're going to watch the movie and then uh, jump on the mics immediately afterward and give you everything that we thought about it uh, in, in, the, in the cool afterglow of a movie. Um, so we're still going to end up doing the Civil War episode, uh, although it will be longer after having watched the movie, uh, maybe, maybe having seen it twice uh, in, in some of our cases. So that'll be next week. So get 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 ready for that. I recommend seeing it first. It it is fantastic. I I have seen it myself. Um, in the meantime, if you want to engage in conversation, we can always be found on Facebook, Twitter, or at gmail.com. Uh, broadcast and geek being the operative two terms you will need to locate us in any of those venues. And as always, you can find us at our various plugs that I don't have in front of me. However, I can tell you that if you'd like to see some comedy that many of us will be in attendance for at the Comedy Room Room in lovely El Torito, located at 2100 Larimer Street in the ballpark neighborhood of Denver, Colorado, uh, we there will be uh, the Thursday open mic, uh, as usual, at uh, 10 o'clock. And on Friday at 7, we have uh, the Power Middle Show, Hosted by Christy Bukley. Uh, that's three comedians doing 20 minute sets each. It should be really fun. It's got Matt Kobos, Georgia Ray, and Byron Graham, uh, who coincidentally will be uh, one of our guests on the Civil War show uh, and should be doing a profile, I believe, of the Broadcast Geeks podcast for the Westward. So that'll be fun. Uh, look for that. Um, and as always, we have karaoke following on Friday and Saturday nights at the bar. Uh, I do want to drop you some fun nerd stuff, because you deserve it. And why not? This thing should at least be a few minutes longer, right? You've downloaded it. You've put it inside your ears. You're expecting more. And, uh, you know, so, so, so here, here we go. Uh, I'm going to drop you a little, a little, uh, a little, little, little comic book knowledge, eh? This will be uh, Nate Balding, sing Singular Geek. Uh, stuff I've been reading that I think you should be reading, too. Uh, we'll see if we can't find an acronym for that at some point. Uh, over at Marvel, if you haven't checked it out, uh, The Vision is uh, pretty fantastic right now. I think it's probably going to be over fairly soon. I believe it's on issue 7 uh, currently, um, so you have plenty... To read if you're if you're looking for something, uh, but it's essentially the, the vision has created a family for himself. Uh, he's got a job with the government. They they live in a suburb of of D.C. and uh, you know uh, like like most synthesoids, uh, they find themselves coming up upon a, a variety of existential questions. Uh, not the least of which is should I kill my neighbors? Because they're weird, uh, and that is something that's going to come to play. The whole series opens up with these uh, a couple neighbors coming over 
to the Vision's house to drop off some some food, some some cookies or or a cake. I I don't recall which. And uh, there's like a Sunset Boulevard kind of, you know, this is the so and so's event. You know, in three weeks' time they'll be dead and their house burned down. And it's kind of the mystery's been unfolding. Uh, and it's 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 a really interesting book. Uh, on top of having just a lot of kind of strange vision-related stuff. Um, it's actually a very nice science fiction book, which there aren't enough of as far as I'm concerned, uh, especially at the, the big two. Um, I'm really enjoying Weird World, also a Marvel book. Uh, it's the closest thing they have right now to just a pure fantasy. Uh, and it's it's in the wake of all of the uh, Secret Wars stuff. Um, it's, it follows a, a woman who is trapped in the weird world uh, with a cat wizard and a, uh, I guess, a, a barbarian woman from the waist as they try and navigate their way uh, to some sort of portal somewhere where they, you know, the the, the woman can escape Weird World and, and return to Earth where she belongs. Uh, on the way, they run afoul of a couple witches who are warring, and uh, there's a, a, a fantastical Oz-type person who's the, the grand mechanic of the entire world. She's battling Morgan Le Fay, and they're caught in between. It's really fun. It's The artwork is pretty incredible, uh, and it is at times touching, and at times just totally bizarre, uh, and, and it's, it's really worth your time uh, also, and I am definitely looking forward to tonight's Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. two-hour finale. Uh, that has been one of the, it's been fan, so fantastic. Uh, the Mockingbird book, of which there are two issues, uh, currently is, is well worth your time. Uh, it pretty much comes right out of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, Bobby and Nick are both characters. Um, not Nick, well, Nick Blood is the, the actor. I couldn't, you know, you get what I'm saying here, right? Yeah. Uh, but it is, uh, it's, it's going to be, I think a five or six mini issue miniseries. So that's another one you can jump into and not have to worry about, you know, running into issue 50 and going, why am I still reading this? Uh, it's a self-contained story, uh, with a character that hopefully you enjoyed. I, I thought that they did a really good job with her in the show. And I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with the spinoff. Um, if you would like to somehow wipe clean the Superman slate after Department of Justice, I recommend going over to DC and finding Superman American Alien. This is probably my favorite version of Superman that they've done. Uh, it's another miniseries, and it's just about finished. Uh, but it's Superman from the time when he was a youth. I know I've mentioned it on the thing before, so you, you, you may be well aware. Uh, but it's just gotten better every issue. Uh, they've done an amazing job of setting up who this person is, and they've explore, exploring why the young Clark Kent, this impetuous youth, becomes the person that he becomes, and uh, how he establishes a relationship with Lex Luthor early on, that's very combative, and how Lex Luthor is the superior intellect, and, and and why that you know you know how Lex Luthor could be such a thorn in 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 the side of the world's greatest superhero. Uh, 
Another series coming to a close very soon, the Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles crossover. I know, you're thinking, that sounds like one of the greatest things I've ever heard of. Uh, it's it's great. It is great. It's uh, It's been really fun. Uh, I'm Probably you're going to find that I call all these things great and fun because they are handpicked for having been both those things. Uh, well, a couple of them might not be fun. They might just be good. Uh, but we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Uh, Shredder and, and the Foot Clan and the Turtles and, and Splinter, all, all your favorite people from Eastman and Laird's world, uh, have been transported to Gotham and are wreaking havoc. And they find out in uh, the second or third issue that there's actually a doomsday clock hanging over the Turtles' heads because the mutagenic properties do not... The, the frequency of this new world uh, has the mutagenic, whatever, the ooze, you know what I'm talking about, is unstable, and uh, they will revert to turtles if they cannot be returned to their own world, and uh, Shredder is doing everything he can to make that not happen while trying to take over Gotham City, and he's doing a hell of a good job. Uh, here's a little spoiler, Ra's al Ghul. Totally shows. You figured that was going to happen from the beginning, right? Right. Another great DC book right now, a horror book from Gail Simone, who I think is easily one of the top three writers doing work right now. Uh, Clean Room uh, is a really fantastic horror book. Um, again, not enough horror books from the big two. Um, this one's really interesting. It's kind of follows a uh, a girl who was deliberately run over twice as a youth, and uh, she was probably dead for, you know, some period of time, uh, came back, and now she can see these kind of, uh, we're not sure if they're aliens yet, or, or there's some sort of psychic realm parasites, uh, these monsters that have been kidnapping people and, and, and using their parts to... Uh, you know, change them and, and fuck with people. It's just, uh, it's, it's, it's very creepy. Uh, it's been very interesting. Uh, I'm interested to see where it goes. Uh, again, Gail Simone hasn't done, I don't, I can't think of anything I've read that I was like, eh, that was okay. Pretty much everything I've read from her has been great. So I expect this one to follow that, uh, that arc to, to completion. Um, Rat Queens is back. They're on new story arc for that one. Uh, I've probably mentioned that before as well. It's a really great fantasy book. It's one of the best fantasy book out there. If you enjoy fantasy, if you play Dungeons and Dragons, get into Rat Queens. You will enjoy it. Uh, and Dark Horse has gone. They've they've got a new Aliens book, uh, Aliens Defiance, and that also promises to be a pretty solid one. Uh, it follows a space marine who, in a previous action, uh, had lost the use of her legs. Her spine is still fairly injured. She just started being able to go out on missions again. And she's sent by Wayland yutani to uh, a, a ship where, with a bunch of uh, androids uh, to recover. It's, well, to figure out what was going on. Of course, what was going on was they had a bunch of xenomorphs on board who killed everybody. And uh, what ends up happening is the androids, uh, they don't do what you expect the androids to do this time around. 
and uh, they they defy all of the protocols and they decide that what they should do instead of uh, returning the specimens to Wayland Yutani is to go gallivanting around the galaxy, eliminating the alien threat wherever it may be, um, which sounds pretty cool. Uh, well written, the art's great so far. So, uh, you know, if you enjoy the alien films, definitely check that out. And that's coming up on 13 minutes. So. I feel like the job here that needs to be done has been done. You got cool stuff coming up. Uh, we're definitely going to be talking about uh, Arrow Flash Agents for sure. Uh, Civil War, this will all be next week. Uh, we might even end up doing two episodes uh, just to cover up for our grievous error or error, whatever you want to say. I think error is, is a little bit more fun uh, this week. And so, as always, we have a tweet from unofficial father sponsor and one-time James Bond, George Lazenby. I have this dream where I'm dipping sushi in acetone, and in the dream, this is a symbol for how volcanoes are a symptom of subducted seawater. Thank you, George Lazenby. Uh, and thank you guys for listening. And, uh, you know, keep listening. Keep, keep looking at the stars, uh, you know, man. Um, or, or wherever you want to look. You know what? I don't dictate where you decide to put your eyes. You, you, you make that decision yourself. And fortunately, you make that decision to look at the same stuff we look at. And that's why we're such great pals. Anyway, until next week. Thank you, and good night. Excelsior!